For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Paul John Spaulding. Joining me is Aaron Weissman, CISO at Mainline Health, who also developed a cybersecurity board game, Guardians of the Grid, in hopes to make cybersecurity more approachable. Aaron, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So Aaron, let's start by, you can introduce yourself, tell us about yourself briefly, and then tell us about your involvement in creating the board game, Guardians of the Grid. Yeah, sure. Aaron Weissman, in my role as the founder of Pro Se Practice, I wanted to create a board game that would encapsulate cybersecurity and education and also convey it in a very entertaining way, right? You know, I think when we talk about cybersecurity topics, it's either sensationalized by the media or it's very dry. So I wanted to provide a third option where it's both educational and and informative. I pulled the ideas based on my day-to-day work, right? So I was an attorney who worked for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts and moved my way into security leadership. I'm now the CISO over at Mainline Health. And when we do tabletop board games, tabletop exercises, they're very dry, right? We get a ton of people in the room. We say, okay, what do you do in this situation? What do you do in that situation? And they sort of do this readout. And one of the things I dislike about that is it's not very engaging. Nobody's thinking about why they're doing things. They just say, here's our process. Here's what we're doing. And what I was hoping to do was create an engaging way for people to think about, okay, here's why things happen during a cyber attack. Here's why we're responding the way we are, both in a corporate position and, you know, also in a personal position. Someone's fished. They go out and buy gift cards. Why are people doing that? How can we prevent that? And why would we want to prevent that? I mean, I'm listening to you now and I'm thinking to myself, okay, do you like board games? Are you a board game enthusiast? And did that influence this at all? But also maybe you're a cybersecurity enthusiast too. You said you do have a passion for trying to demystify cyber maybe as a good kind of keyword there. I don't know. Tell me your thoughts. Yeah, no, I'm definitely a technology enthusiast. So my background in law was in information technology law. I did information technology licensing. I always wanted to get into tech, but I'm not a very technical person. I have interests in computers, but you know, I'm not a developer. I can't program, et cetera. But I've always had this passion for driving technology forward and trying to incorporate it in what I'm doing. Ultimately, was able to make it into the cybersecurity space where I'm able to develop and cultivate my passion for technology and cybersecurity, learn quite a bit, and also leverage my experience as an attorney for being able to justify certain decisions, drive strategy and policy, et cetera. I'm sort of a board game enthusiast. You know, I don't play probably as much as I'd like to, but part of that was, you know, we have these cyber tabletops. I wanted to sort of take that into a different analog, analogous format, and tabletop board games seemed like the best way to do that. So maybe you could actually describe how you play the game, what's the premise for the game. Before this interview here, you sent me a digital mock-up of some of the cards for both teams, which I'm sure you'll tell us more about in a minute, but I just thought it was cool. They include background checks, hardening, USB storage blocking, that's for the blue team. There's malware deployment, spear phishing for the red team. Obviously, there's a lot more, but maybe you could just tell us, yeah, how you play the game, what's the premise, give us a little run-through. Yeah, so the progression of the game is based on the NIST 860 incident response process. So you walk through the deployment phase, the attack phase, the analysis phase, and then the remediation phase, where you're doing all of these things both as a red team and a blue team, you know, the red team to deploy an attack, make that effective, and then the blue team to stop the attack and render it ineffective. And then we deal with some of the after action stuff as well, how we recover as an organization, stuff like that. 
the way you play the game is both teams have cards for each of the four phases and they play cards opposite each other, right? And it's effectively just simple math, right? You know, arithmetic. You take the two cards, whoever has the higher card advances, however many spaces is the difference between the cards. There are also cards that are modifiers, etc. but each card describes a different either attack or defense or as you progress to later stages of the game, because a cyber threat actor isn't actively attacking, you know, things that can go wrong during the response process, right? Things that can go wrong during the remediation process. So, you know, at the beginning, we talk about, say, USB blocking, right, as a defense for certain kinds of malware that are distributed over USB or ransomware attacks or broken backups or something like that. In later phases of the game, we talk about class action lawsuits and social media leaks, et cetera, where those can really thwart and hinder a response and result in costly damages to companies who lose individual data as a result of a cyber attack. So the idea is to provide enough information for somebody to sort of get a feeling for, here are all the factors at play during a cyber attack, and then you can then go do extra research to figure out, okay, what exactly does this mean in the context of a cyber attack? What does this mean in the context of technology more broadly? You know, it's interesting you're breaking this down for me, and you are saying you partially created this to have something a bit more engaging than a more drier exercise, but there are other ways people can learn about cybersecurity. There's video games, training events, online courses. I guess I'm really trying to dive into why you chose a board game specifically as the medium here. So again, one of my personal passions is video games, right? And, you know, I think it'd be interesting to create a cybersecurity video game, and I think a couple exist. In my research, I haven't really found another board game that existed, right? So I think that really sort of attracted me as well. Again, we take the tabletop to the board game and nobody had really done that previously, which I thought was sort of odd because it seems like such an obvious translation to make. As far as other trainings, I think folks absolutely should get further training, especially if they want a career in cybersecurity, right? There are tons of certifications out there. You know, Microsoft, Amazon, Google all offer cybersecurity certifications completely for free, right? So I would highly recommend those as well as other IT certifications. But those, again, are drier, right? They're designed to teach to test that you have to take. They're not particularly interactive and they're not particularly entertaining. So this is less, you know, let's get you prepared for a certification and more like let's prepare general knowledge convey an understanding and do so in an entertaining way. Aaron, what's your hope here? Is it that a small company or a startup cybersecurity company or any company might buy this for their conference room? Like I'm thinking, oh man, maybe we'll buy this for the office here at Cybercrime Magazine. I think that'd be a lot of fun for us. But I'm just curious, where do you see this being placed at the end of the day? I think you hit the nail on the head. My ideal placement would be for small businesses who potentially don't have an IT person or if they have an IT person, they have one IT person and not multiple IT people and certainly not somebody who's an expert in security, because I think those businesses are some of the most vulnerable to cyber attacks just because they don't know what they don't know and they're you know not able to safeguard their assets in the way they should. This is on Kickstarter, and one of the options there is buying an incident response program in a box. And the idea is you have the board game, you're able to do this tabletop, you're able to customize it for your organization. And then we also provide a binder that is literally an incident response binder, right? So from end to end, how are you going to respond as an organization? And it's not going to be perfect out of the box. It's going to be 90% of the way there. And the idea would be organizations can then carry that forward using the guidance, using the information there to create their own incident response program. It's also targeted individuals, right, to get a better understanding of sort of basic cybersecurity. And when you see on the news, 
say, for example, MGM was hacked, right? You know, what does that mean? What does it mean that they have catastrophic downtime? What does it mean that they're losing millions of dollars? Why is that happening? This board game would seek to provide just a very basic understanding of how that happened, what's going on with that. So to actually buy the game, you're running a Kickstarter campaign right now. Maybe you could tell us about that and how people can actually, whether it's through Kickstarter or elsewhere, actually buy the game. Yeah, so it's running on Kickstarter now, and it's going to be running through November. Individuals can pledge there, and we're providing a discount. The game is being sold pretty much at cost for the first, gosh, I think 70 backers. And then we're going to increase it to about $100 per board game. You can also buy it on my website, actually Pro Se Practice's website. It's prosepractice.org, which is the nonprofit that I started. And all proceeds from the game are being used to fund further operations of Pro Se Practice. Ideally, what we're looking to do as an organization is come up with ways to provide education on how individuals can leverage their rights in an increasingly digital and technological world. Cybersecurity is one way to do that. You know, you're able to protect your data and protect your personal information and protect your identity. We're looking into other ways to sort of raise awareness about, hey, here are some of the personal rights you have. Here's how those rights are being compromised or maligned in sort of an increasingly hostile world to those individual rights. And here's how you can exercise them. One of the things I want to touch upon before we go, Aaron, is you mentioned in the game's rules that, and this is a quote, there are no winners in the realm of cybersecurity, only criminals, victims, and potential victims stuck in escalating cycles. I was hoping you could elaborate a bit on that concept for me and its significance to the game, but also to cybersecurity in general. Yeah. I mean, if you just look at sort of publicly available trends around cybersecurity, what we're seeing for cyber attacks is an increasing number of attacks, an increasing number of individuals impacted, and cyber criminals making more and more money off of those. So cyber criminals are very financially incentivized to conduct these attacks organizations aren't responding maybe as quickly as they should be. And as a result, the public, right, you know, and the worldwide public is being impacted at rapidly increasing rates. Looking at the numbers for this year, we outpaced the number of cyber attacks in 2022 as of July, right? And we're now four months past that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens by the end of the year. But certainly we're seeing the results of those impacts and businesses aren't really mitigating as robustly as they should be, right? So I'm in the healthcare industry during my day job, not associated with this, but what we're seeing is the average downtime for a healthcare organization hit by a ransomware attack is still over a month, right? And that's just absolutely unacceptable, especially given that everybody now is aware of the risks of that happening. And while I feel sorry for organizations that are victims of cyber attacks, at the same time, there has to be preparation for those and understanding how to mitigate the impacts of those. Absolutely. Aaron, before we go, anything else you want to share about this or cybersecurity in general? Cybersecurity is one of those areas. Again, I think it's a passion. I lucked out to have a career in cybersecurity. I know there is a huge dearth of cybersecurity jobs. I think by 2030, there's supposed to be 3 million openings worldwide. And that's just the shortage, right? You know, there's obviously more openings than that. So it's a budding industry. There's a lot of opportunity there. And I couldn't recommend another career path more highly than getting into cybersecurity. High praise. Aaron, Guardians of the Grid on Kickstarter. People can look that up and join you over there. Aaron, thank you again for joining. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Paul John Spaulding. Joining me was Aaron Weissman, CISO at Mainline Health, who also developed a cybersecurity board game, Guardians of the Grid, in hopes to make cybersecurity more approachable. You can keep up with all of our media at cybercrimemagazine.com.